Okay, guys. So another another very special interview, and for this one, I'm very excited. Uh, today we have a very special guest. I'm just going to introduce you a little bit to this man who is sitting here in front of you. You already know me, but this guy is Adam D. Whitney. Grew up near Detroit, Michigan, uh, before uh, enlisting in the Marine Corps and uh, infantryman in 2004. Completed multiple combat deployments and a tour as an instructor before being selected for a competitive program to go attend college and receive a commission to become an officer. So he's always been interested into real estate. Um, it, it said it took him a decade to fully act. In 2008, he read the Rich Dad Poor Dad. A lot of people who been on a guest uh, as as a you know as a guest, they mentioned the book, so you already know the story. So the book 2012 almost closed on a short sale as a temporary primary residence for 99k. Uh, later sold for 2000 for 240k. Uh, so the time wasn't right as you mentioned. So we didn't have a, a firm understanding of of investing. So now, I, again, as I mentioned prior to starting the interview, I'm going to be putting all this bio in the link, you know, below because it's it's a lot uh, for me to read through, but it is super impressive and it's super uh, worth it for you guys to go and check it out. Uh, he's going to be talking a lot about joint ventures, multifamily investing, his story, how he discovered real estate investing besides the Rich Dad Poor Dad book. So, you know, this man uh, is just uh, unbelievable. So I'm a big fan. And first of all, I want to say a big thank you for being on the show today, Adam. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, first off, my apologies for putting so much in there, but I, I thought it's important that we tell your guests, you know, there's, yep. there's a lot of different things out there. A lot of opportunities can yep. seem overwhelming, obviously, but, Come um, on, you, you know, if, if an average guy, if an average guy like me can do it, I think anybody can do it. Exactly. Well, I don't think you're average, first of all. And second, it's very good that you put all this bio because that's going to be included again for you guys to go and check it out down below. It's unbelievable. I love it. And now I have just so many questions in my head that I want to ask you. But first of all, can we start with this single question that everybody wants to know? Who's Adam D. Whitney? Like, where did your story, where did your story started? How did you get involved in the Marine Corps? For what reason? And how did you transition from that to, to the real estate industry? Yeah, if you can imagine, uh, way back in 2004, you know, we uh, we had 9-11 happen. I was in high school trying to figure out my life and, you know, I wanted to serve the country. So I joined the Marine Corps 2004 as an infantryman. I uh, got an opportunity to serve my country in combat for a couple of tours. And <clears throat> so obviously I was really busy. I always had an interest for real estate. So while I'm spending a lot of time committed to serving my country, I decided to start educating myself. Uh, so in 2008, obviously, like you said, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, like many of your guests have, uh, and it kind of opened my mind to possibilities, which is just a beautiful thing. But I wasn't quite ready yet because we were still really busy in the Marine Corps at that time. Um, <clears throat> I moved to Michigan in 2011 to do the commissioning program, as you mentioned, and houses were all very cheap at that time. If you can remember, Michigan was hit really hard by the recession and houses were cheap. I didn't necessarily have a lot of money, but I figured, hey, I can get in on this house thing and it could be a great thing. Well, it was a short sale. They were asking $99,000 for it. 
I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't know what kind of opportunity I had in front of me. Um, so I took it all the way up to the closing date before we ended up walking because it had some some issues that the seller wouldn't fix. Unfortunately, I just checked back on that house probably a couple of years ago and it sold for about $250,000, you know, so missed opportunity there. Um, well, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't call it a missed opportunity. I mean, you, you just didn't know. So didn't know. Like yeah. everybody's missing, like you guys who are watching right now, you're missing tremendous opportunities. Like, look, the market is shifting now. So we kind of went to this, like we've been in, in this good times where, you know, like economy was doing great for a long time. So if you didn't use that, you know, to, to like, to hone on these, just to hold on on the opportunities where there's a lot, like in this day and age, there's a tremendous opportunities just even now in a downturn. So we all losing opportunities, you know, all the time. So it's just like, we don't know. So that's right. Hard. Yeah. And I think, I think what's really incredible is this all, all this for me personally leads up to a time where I really figured out how to educate myself. So if you fast forward from that 2011 to 2017, obviously incredibly busy doing uh, serving in the Marine Corps, but 2017, I had an opportunity. I said, I'm in a great position to finally buy a house. So I want to buy a quote unquote, an investment property. Um, well, the reality was I wasn't buying an investment property. I was buying a primary residence that I was going to live in for a couple of years. Um, I didn't buy it right. I didn't understand baseline criteria, the 1% rule, capitalization rate, your typical um, analysis metric. So I bought a house in Northern Virginia and I moved a, a year later and I'm renting it out. Fortunately for me, it's in a, a great, great appreciation area near the military industrial complex. So it's not all terrible. Well, after my next move, I kind of had some mental capacity freed up. I was not as engaged in military schools, so I got to start reading other books. I probably spent most of 2019 reading somewhere between 25 to 50 books listening to hundreds of podcasts i discovered the financial independence retire early community and just completely changed my life so we turned our spend plan upside down saved over 50 percent of our income um, generated as much capital as we could and then um, through listening to podcasts through networking through talking to people we found a great turnkey company in milwaukee we bought a house up there that cash flows over $500 a month. Um, and then I realized, wow, this is an incredibly powerful tool. I would love to scale. Um, but what I, what I realized also at that time was I didn't really have focus. And I thought to myself, this could be what I, this could be, I'm passionate about this. This could really be what I do when I retire from the Marine Corps, possibly in four years. So I sat down with my wife at the beginning of this year, 2020, and we had a goal meeting. We went out to breakfast. We brought all our goals together. We talked about just getting clarity on what our future looked like. So one of our big goals was to make enough money that we can give most of it away. And we thought we're, we, we together decided that we wanted to use real estate as that tool. Um, so we talked about, do we stay in single family? Houses, do we scale to multifamily? 
what's the direction we're going to go with that? And we said, let's just be opportunistic here. Let's do what makes the most sense with the big goal of getting up to multifamily. So at about the same time, I reached out to a, a, a guy I'd heard on a podcast, a guy named Wee. He was doing great work in the multifamily space. And he said, I said, hey, what do you have going on? I want to get in this. I'm, I self-taught myself how to underwrite deals. I taught myself how to do market analysis. Like I can be, I just want to be on the team. I want to contribute. I want to be involved. He said, awesome. Let's do a joint venture. We joined up with four guys. We put a um, property under contract in St. Louis. Took that thing deeply down into due diligence to which we did a whole bunch of work on just to kind of find out that uh, there was some difference between us and the seller on what kind of credits we were going to need. Uh, we couldn't close the last $20,000. So we unfortunately had to walk from it. Hmm. Um, so now I've got all this capital from saving all my, you know, half of my income or more. And I'm going, well, I, I need to put this to work, right? I don't want to have money just sitting there. Grant Cardone would be super upset with me. Um, yeah. So, so we, uh, so I, 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 also was networking with a guy down in Northwest Arkansas, as you can see here, North, this is Arkansas. There you go. Represent. So, uh, yep. Representing. And, uh, him and I had built a relationship really over the past seven months. And he, he started sending me deals and he had duplexes and quads available. And I ended up putting three quadplexes, which I have under contract, um, currently going through due diligence on those. So that would, take me from two doors to eight doors with an opportunity to go in multi-family here mm -hmm. um, in the future as well here so you here you go that's, yeah. that's that's a great great story and again i have so many questions because uh, again there's i know it's 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 a big probably time frame that we're talking about for you going from you know marine corps and not getting involved physically like it probably, you know, it doesn't, it didn't get a lot of your attention, you know, the education. And you said you just had more time to go and invest into yourself, the books. But like, first of all, was there somebody maybe in your family or the friends, like who like got your attention? Was there somebody from social media? Because people get influenced from that a lot right now. Uh, there's so much information that just put you in that position where you thought like I should pursue a real estate career because you know, there's a lot of choices, right? Right. right. So why real estate in the first place? So actually about a decade, a little over a decade ago, I was up for my first, you know, every in the Marine Corps, every four years as an enlisted uh, person, you, you, you have an opportunity to get out and move on and do something different. Or you can ask them to stay. And if they grant that, you sign up for another four years. Well, I was at that very first juncture. And I said, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And they have all kinds of education on base. And they said, well, hey, you can get your real estate license here in California. I didn't really know a lot about it. So I said, okay, I'll take the class. I think they were giving away a free computer if you did it, which is probably why I really did it at that time. Um, so I took, I took the course and yeah, started to learn about real estate, realized it really wasn't that, wasn't that hard. The barrier to entry was very low, right. For real estate. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of my first, that's what really sparked my thought. Then I decided to stay in the Marine Corps. And while I was moving across the country is when I listened to rich dad, poor dad. Um, I was moving from the West coast back to the East coast. Uh, so I listened to rich dad, poor dad. So this is always in the back of my mind. 
Um, and as I said, when I stumbled upon the financial independence retire early community, fire as they call it, I heard <clears throat> Paula Pant, if you've, if you've heard her podcast, Afford Anything, I heard her, she owned seven properties. She had a bunch of articles out and she was talking about this passive income thing. And I'm thinking, what an incredible tool. I can do that. That's not that difficult based on what she was um, putting on her podcast. So that really kind of sparked me to go way, way deeper. And I'll tell you what, I probably listened to every single real estate podcast out there to hear all the different um, viewpoints and strategies and ways to analyze. And I, I've, you name it, I've listened to it. I can guarantee you that. And I've read darn near all the books too. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned Grant Cardone, which, which you said that he will be very upset if you don't, if you don't use your, your money, cause he, he knows it, it just goes down in value. Right. So, yeah. But what do you think again, you know, would Grant Cardone be upset for you going and buying these eight, you know, eight units right now, or he would say like, go and partner with people and just take this hundred plus unit deal or, you know, it's just a question I want to ask, you know, should people, Again, because real estate is a sexy thing, right? You know, there's a lot of people want to get involved and, you know, times are going to be probably a little bit different from, from now, uh, you know, with the coronavirus and where the stock market is going and, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. But, uh, you know, what will be kind of an entry point that you recommend for people? Should they go and like get the single family homes, flip some stuff wholesale or, you know, go, go on, you know, JV or partner you know, with people and just acquire, you know, 100 plus unit deal? Yeah, so that's a, that's a great question. Um, I, I think you have to start with educating yourself. Before you can really do anything, I think you need to read and understand the different strategies, understand what flipping is and all the nuances of that, understand what wholesaling is, understand the nuances of that. Multifamily, buy and hold strategy, Airbnb strategy. There's a lot of strategies out there and a lot of information. Now, if you are going to, you need, you need time or money, or you need to be active operator on the ground, right? To do a lot of these different things. You got to at least have one of the three. And obviously knowledge is kind of the linchpin that holds all that together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so start with education. My personal view is, um, I heard a lot of people during my education phase say, I wish I would have scaled faster in the multifamily. And that's my personal view. Just let's, let's send that thing and skyrocket the scaling and the growth of it. Um, here, here's the other thing though. Multifamily is beautiful because it's not, I'm not going to say it's completely recession proof, but people need a place to live and affordable housing is a commodity and there's not a lot of affordable housing right now. We're at you know, it's, it's a scarce commodity today because housing prices are so inflated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, which tells you with the coronavirus coming with the stock market, yeah. um, going from a significant correction, almost into a crash over the past week. It's, yeah. uh, you know, you know, multifamily is at, is, is still, it's a viable option because it's affordable housing and it's a yep. scarce commodity right now. So it's safe, in my personal opinion. It is. It, I'll say it's a secure investment, in my personal opinion. Oh, de definitely. I, and I think you know, uh, there will be less late fees, and probably there will be less vacancies due to what's going on with the coronavirus. Probably because everybody's going to stay home, and they will be like, "Man, I need to. I need to pay everything. I, I just want to make sure that I'm staying in this, 
you know, in my apartment and I don't go out. Like I, I cannot touch people now. So yeah, it's definitely right. like multifamily is a great space to be in. Uh, again, it's, it's kind of, would you agree? It's kind of a trendy thing. There's a lot of people yeah. getting involved because yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just economies of scale, you know, having, you know, one unit, I mean, and you have like 30, 40, 50, hundred units. So, you know, I love, I, I love what you just said before when you kind of expanded, started with your journey and explained that you're looking to get involved into multifamily because you want to give away, if I'm not mistaken, half of the like wealth that you're going to create. So I just want to jump in, into that and, you know, maybe you can explain people why, why are you planning to do so? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, what, what's the purpose? What, what are we here for? Right? So for me, I'm a, I'm a purpose guy. I want to serve. So I'm currently, I'm serving my country through the Marine Corps. Um, I get to serve young Marines every day as a leader in the Marine Corps. So how do I continue that? How do we as a family continue that? Cause it's not just me serving. Um, if you know anything about the military, there's a lot of sacrifice for families too. So my family serves as well. So we, we I mean, we care about that. So the idea is, we understand money as a tool, not this thing that we get so that we can drive Ferraris and, mm. uh, you know, have all of the, the stuff, right? Because the stuff's not, is not what's important. We value um, relationships with people. We value giving. We value helping people, things like that. So, you know, the things that really bring true value to people's lives. Um, so for us, we want to take our knowledge, our opportunities we've um, created over our last 15 years of life as a family. And I've been married nearly all that time. Um, and then kind of let that transcend our family and hopefully benefit other people. So the goal then is to use real estate as a tool to make enough money to live the life we need to live as a family, but to really give most of it away. Um, so that's what we're working towards. It gives us a really clear vision of what, why we're doing what we're doing and having a good clear why is really important i think to 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 being successful at anything yeah yeah definitely any of you who are watching you probably heard the quotes uh that the secrets of living is giving you know because because that's the way it works i mean the more you give the more the more you're going to receive but i wouldn't even ask uh, you know tell people to to wait until you're going to receive something J just give you know just give and and you know stop being selfish which i know all the people who are watching you're not and you you, you know you're, you you because that's what it's all about you know at the end of the day what you mentioned ferraris and like relationships i value like relationships 120 percent like i always ask you know that question to the people that you know uh, i talk with just like yourself would you pick a uh, million dollars right now or a million friends wealthy friends all over the world so the question is, like, like the answer is, is pretty simple, right? Everybody chooses oh, like yeah. one friend because that's, that's experience. That's, that's real wealth. The money is just a tool, as you said, you know, but real wealth is relationships, is, is knowing great people, you know, being around them. And, and that, that's what it is. So like, can you explain uh, what you're planning to do this year? Uh, it's a little bit shaky now, though, but uh, like, what goals did you, because you said you sat down with your wife and you decided, look, we need to be on the same page. We need to get the goals. How fast we can go from, from here to the, to the X, you know, to the uh, goal that you want to achieve. So what, do, what is the plan for this year? What you're looking to get accomplished? Maybe you could share uh, some of those targets. 
Yeah, that's that's an awesome question. So we, we kind of looked at four categories uh, between the two of us, fitness, family, faith, and finance, right? So the four Fs. Um, so to kind of focus on finance here and talk about the real estate piece, number one, we, from a finance perspective, our goal is to save 50% of our income. Um, and why that's important is because it really forces you to understand what brings value to your life and what does not. So our kind of our strategy is, you know, cut ruthlessly on the things that don't bring value to your life and spend um, lavishly on the things that do bring value to your life. And when you do those two things, it makes it a lot easier to generate capital. Um, and I mean, I'm in the military. I don't, you know, for, for the listeners, I don't make a ton of money. It's not like I save 50% and I can buy multi-million dollar um, apartments by myself. That's, that's not how it works for me, but mm. that's step one for this year, save yeah. 50% of our income. Um, the other part is we've got really three, three different opportunities here. Um, so we're still, we still operate in the single family space. Um, there's opportunity there through some companies we work with to buy properties that get rehabbed. Uh, we, we love that opportunity because we love that company. The second part is the same four awesome dudes. I, I got the joint venture with on the 42 unit apartment in St. Louis. Uh, I'm still on that team waiting, uh, kind of looking for the next opportunity. So if we can get into that again, obviously we're going to get into that, but you know, I can't say I'll do that in t necessarily in 2020. That's the goal. Um, but if the opportunity, the numbers don't make sense, doesn't meet the criteria, you don't just do it to do it. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's, that's that part. Um, yeah, and that, those are the two primary opportunities we're looking to exploit. And what I would tell people is don't be patient, right? It's hard to be patient. You get really excited. You listen to all these people doing these great things. And, you know, everybody's at a different time on their, on their journey to doing this investing in real estate thing. So, you know, I've, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a mastermind group with all military guys. It's, it's nothing fancy, but we've got guys who, have, you know, are either passively or actively invested in 900 doors. We got guys who haven't done one deal yet. Um, you know, so you get to see the spectrum of these folks and they're all, they're all, they're all similar in mindset. They're all great people. They're just on different parts of their journey. Um, you know, so be patient. And I, I, I personally struggle with that too. I'm like, like I said, Grant Cadone wants me to get this money in action. and I want to get this money in action. Um, but you don't want to, you don't want to jump into something that's going to be um, a negative it's going to you're going to lose your money on because there are opportunities to lose your money i know a lot of people say you know hey take action and you'll learn yeah take action but take smart action right educate yourself and take smart action uh, don't jump into necessarily a bad deal you will learn but you don't have to learn at the cost of losing money yeah yeah exactly as warren buffett says your knowingness decreases the risk so like if you're going in a space, like whatever that might be, real estate, stock market, you're looking to buy some Bitcoin and you don't know anything about the, about the space. Again, that's what you're coming back with what you said, educating yourself. You know, part of that is like surrounding yourself with the people, going events, seminars. And I know we have an event coming up. We, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But, you know, if you're not educated, you're going to be risking you know, because you don't know what you're doing. So, you know, maybe you can share, again, you mentioned Grant Cardone, 
some of the people that are involved in your life be, be, besides the mentorship programs, be, beside the people, the te team partners that you have, the people that you follow like on a day-to-day -day basis because you said you've been obsessed like books, uh, you read the, you, you listen to the podcast. So what, what are you yeah. obsessed about right now in this day and age? So, so, um, uh, you know, I, I, I tend to like the military guys. So David Pierre, he, he runs a, a website called from military to millionaire. He has a great podcast, um, that talks about the real, real estate investing space and personal finances. I really love the work he's doing. Um, there's a guy named Bill Allen. He's also a military guy who runs seven figure flipping. I'm not necessarily deep into flipping, but I just love the work that guy's doing. Um, there's also one other military place called the Military Investor Network. Stuart Grazier runs that incredible company there. Um, so I, I, you know, I'm following his website and he does like these YouTube videos, really interesting stuff. Um, and then Bigger Pockets, like everybody else, right? So all the Bigger Pockets series are incredible. And then your podcast, I love your podcast. I'm on that thing every day. You put out great content. Um, Thank you. Thank you. So, I, hope, I hope you're not saying that just because you're, you're on a, one of the episodes right now. <laughs> no, no, I, I can show you. Uh, I can actually, I, I can show you my phone right now. You're one of the first Thank ones you. on there. One, you're putting out content on a regular basis and it's all great people. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, availability like is important. Yeah, it's yeah. just like yourself because again, people like everybody's in the real estate industry, but everybody has their own approach, their own journey. Uh, you know, there's so many different asset classes. Everybody's following different people. They have a different approach, different strategy. They position themselves differently in this market. So, you know, it's great. I love the stories because again, you know, I can learn a lot. People who are watching can learn a ton as well and they can implement those strategies in their lives and their businesses or, you know, it's just grateful, you know? So I, I, love, yeah. I love having you on. So my pleasure. And, and, and what's great is I started on one podcast and that, that person was interviewing guests and then I'm like, oh, well, let me go hear what that guest has to say. And you just end up link chaining these podcasts and you hear such a variety and all the amazing things that normal people like us are doing can do. Um, and it really just gives you confidence. You know, once you're, once you gain a high level of confidence in something, it raises your confidence level. Um, you know, when you have understanding, you feel more comfortable and you reduce some of that uncertainty. Yeah. So can, can we talk about uncertainty? Because there is a lot, a lot of people in the military currently, and again, coming back to the real estate being a sexy thing, I think, uh, you know, more and more people are going to transition towards that. It doesn't matter like what market we're going to have because like U.S. is becoming a renter's nation, right? So right. more and more people want to get involved with the, like in real estate industry. So can you maybe talk about, you know, your personal, you know, transition? Um, you kind of, you know, you, you still work, you know, as, as a... I just want to get this right. Marine Corps currently right now, you, you, you still do. do yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah. day on, stay on 12, 14, sometimes 16 hour days. Right. So um, like I said, you kind of, you need time or money or be the guy in the ground. Obviously I can't be the guy in the ground, so I've got to find other ways. Um, so that's why I got to save money. I got to have knowledge and I've got to build relationships with people who can help me get into the real estate. Um, what I would, what I would say is that, um, you know, you can be passive. Like I can't really get active until I retire out of the Marine Corps and maybe four years. Right. So I can't be the guy on the ground. Mm. Um, so there are passive ways to get in it. You can go the turnkey route. 
um, I, I don't know if that answered your question, but I think uh, for me, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm a Marine first and foremost, 100% of my efforts being dedicated to that. All the stuff I'm passionate about with real estate, I do on the margins. I'm staying up late at night. I'm getting up at zero four in the morning to, um, you know, send out emails, coordinate inspectors to come go through, um, you know, 42 leases and compare those to the rent roll and compare those to, um, you know, some of the stuff that the, the brokers are sending out to make sure we're, we're, you know, so I'm doing all the real estate stuff on the margins of my time, but I'm, you know, you really got to dedicate, dedicate that time to do it so you can learn and be a part of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if that answered your question, but we definitely went down a route. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely did. Because again, you just taking a little bit different approach. Again, you're committed, like military is your number one priority. And that's what you do. And a lot of people who are going to be watching this, they're serving the military, they will be like, yeah, this is exactly my approach. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do the real estate part time until maybe one day, I will, you know, retire from that and just pursue the real estate or maybe I will be passive along the way. But some of them are saying like, no, I want to be in real estate because you know, military is my you know, I'm, I'm kind of 50, 50 or 60, 40. So whatever, like there's people who have different strategies, you know, so th that's perfectly yeah. fine. But what you mentioned with the books, uh, again, like big reader, I have a few books. You mentioned the Grand Cardone, I actually have this on the table. So All right. first your last great book, by the way. So can you just recommend a few books for people who are looking to get involved into real estate? What type of books could be personal development, real estate, anything that you read in all these 50 plus hundred books. I don't know. What, what would you recommend? Yeah. So, um, start with mindset, right? Mindset is the, probably the limiting factor for most people. If you hear, if, you, if you've never done real estate and hear somebody say normal guy like me, hey, I'm buying a hundred unit apartment. Like it's hard to even wrap your head around that. So start with mindset. Think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill is a great book. Obviously rich dad, poor dad, so start in those places. Those are timeless books that help you to understand mindset. Um, Grant Cardone's 10X, right? Like helps you expand your mindset. And then I tell you to look, once you've kind of seen what the different strategies are, there's a lot of bigger pockets, puts out great books. Brandon Turner, very basic, step-by-step. Step. Um, I'm a big fan of David Green and the books he put out. Uh, so the Burr methodology, which is an incredible strategy for today's market um, and then long distance real estate investing so i'm a military guy i'm in california currently as you see the sun rising behind me um, and i have to do it all long distance so for me that book was really really useful to me um, and then i went to as i started to learn multifamily, uh, crushing it in apartments joe fairless's book on apartment investing so all the guys who were providing the detail of like, hey, here, here's how you invest in um, big apartment complexes. So those yeah. are the books. That's those are the books I I went to. Yeah, yeah, definitely great list. I have the Joe Fearless's book as well. It's 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 phenomenal, phenomenal book for for anybody who's looking to get involved in, in apartment syndication. So yeah, de definitely the books, the mindset, like it's. You know, it's going to make you or break you. Like if you're looking to succeed in any business, doesn't have to be real estate. You know, I, I see people, I talk with people. Some of those people, I like, those are friends of mine. They're like, no, 
they, they have businesses, but I don't read, I don't need a mentor. I'm like, man, you're setting yourself for, for, for some big failure, you know, along the way at some point. But it's like, you know, everybody's taking, again, it's all about taking different approach, whatever works for you. I'm a big believer, books, mentors, events, seminars, surrounding yourself with the right people. I don't know. It works for me. It works for you. Yeah. For no, you're right. Might not work, but. You're right. Surround yourself with the people that, you know, they say you're the five people you surround yourself with, right? So yeah. wherever, if you're clear on your goals and where you want to go in life, surround yourself with those people. Yeah. Absolutely right. Exactly. And now I'm surrounding myself with myself with Adam. So I'm now I'm in a good company as well at, at this time. <laughs> so, right. you know, can you, can you talk about marketing approach again, from a marketing standpoint, because like, uh, you know, having a personal, I have a social media company, we work with real estate uh, companies as well. And we see this problem where real estate companies is, is very old kind of industry taking all the way back to the, you know, Carnegie's Rockefellers, you know, building all these, you know, like buying the, yeah. buying the lands for, for, you know, sense, like it's, it's been an old game, right? So people kind of uh, still do the same old way, like face-to-face -face interactions and, you know, like sure. signing the papers, but due to technology, like the business becoming faster, transactions getting shorter, you can reach people, particularly in the States, because, you know, multifamily industry, it attracts tremendous attention now, not just in the States, but across, like, across the globe. Like, yeah, I talk with the business owners, they're living different parts of the world and everybody's saying, like, U.S. is the, where we can go and preserve the capital and just grow the wealth due to multifamily yeah. investing and other vehicles as well. So can you, can you just uh, tell people if you're using any, you know, social media approach or maybe some technology softwares in your day-to-day -day business, so it, it will make your operations to run kind of smoother and easier? Yeah, well, well first, um, I'm, I'm, I'm on social media, right? So Instagram, kind of my primary platform with Facebook, and I use it primarily for networking, me personally. Mm -hmm. Haven't stepped my game up there. Um, another thing I'll say about your, your exact point is right the the world is now flat so you get out of country investors coming here um because of technology allows them to do it and they can buy property so that has basically you know you see out because they just want to store their money they're not necessarily as concerned about getting a great real estate deal so they want a place for their money yep. which then drives the prices up right so that's kind of the environment we live in so it's just technology is disruptive in that sense um the other bit of technology that i've been dabbling in and you're absolutely correct when you say real estate is kind of archaic still. A lot of stuff that um, we could be doing better from a technology perspective. Uh, data analytics being one of them. But you can now, a lot of people are going on ListSource, right? So you've heard, you've probably heard this website. If you go to ListSource, you can put in parameters and find um, houses with certain amount of equity or that are distressed in some kind of way based on the parameters you put in and pull a list. And then they're taking that list and they're sending direct mail to those houses saying we'd like to put an offer on your house or okay. they're using technology to do a skip trace, which pulls people's information so that they can send out, you know, things like text message, mass text messages. Um, so there, those are strategies that I, I think, you know, I've got friends that are using stuff like that. Um, and I think that is helping people really expedite they're scaling so they're able to scale so if you're a flipper or a wholesaler it's really easy to find mass amounts of houses that meet your criteria put offers in lock those up 
and move them, move them quickly. So it's supply and demand. Yeah. Um, not just that, not just finding the houses, but you can also find investors that way by searching for people who own multiple properties across, you know, different area codes. Then you can market to them saying you found them deals and push deals to them as a wholesaler, as an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Technology is incredible. It's disruptive. It's only going to get more. Um, it's only going to come. It's only going to get deeper into the real estate business and allow us to, um, you know, be faster. It's probably going to expedite the rental, right? Because you got a lot more real estate investors getting houses for good prices Mm -hmm. and people like to rent. So it's really changing, changing the dynamic of the market slowly, but I think it's going to change it significantly probably in the next decade. Yeah. I think in all the real estate events that people are attending, I think it's going to become like, probably now it's 30% talk about probably social media marketing softwares. I think it's going to become at least 50%. You know, oh, the, yeah. the 50% of the event is going to be talking how to implement softwares, the new CRMs, the, 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 how to underwrite the deals, all these like people coming up with these softwares, like you see like every single day, somebody's creating a new brand new CRM or underwriting, you know, tool for, for you just to help, you know, in the day-to-day business. Because at the end oh, of yeah. the day, like if you're watching this and you're looking to build a real estate business, which is you're not looking to be a real estate entrepreneur or solopreneur, a guy who just one man band running the thing, like you, you need, you need, you need to delegate the tasks. And one of the things is to get the team members. Another thing is go and get the softwares, you know, delegate your tasks using softwares, all the tools, social media, you know, so you can expand your brand, your presence, and, you know, ju- just just become bigger, you know, in this year and go forward. Because this is a good time. Now is going to be a good time. Whoever is going to push themselves the most, man, they, they, they're going to they, they're gonna position this, the, themselves in a, in, a, in a good place. And that's why I love the book, you know, maybe because I said that because I just read the book and it says again about dominating your market uh, and beating your competition. So I think, I think it's super important, you know, to have that mindset right now. So, you know, before we go, I have kind of a pe- personal question that I wanted to ask you um, because you, what, what you mentioned, again, it's coming back to talking with your wife. You said we, we sit down together. She had her goals, you had her goals and you kind of became on the same page. So, you know, and it was like, well, we need to achieve those goals, how we can do them faster. So again, for the people who are watching this and, you know, they're married, same as, same as myself, you know, how do you like combine the two different goals? Cause probably she had, she has her own and just kind of make it one thing that you, you know, all, you know, just put something in like every day to make sure that you're reaching that goal and get, getting closer to it every day. Yes. Yes. So I've, I've got a theory on this. Well, one thing I'd say is, it's okay if you guys aren't at the same spot in terms of mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we all grow differently. I think a f- you know, problem or a fault that I had was I expected my partner to be, have the same, be at the same spot with me with respect to mindset. And that's just not how, the, that's not how humans work, right? We're different. So I think first and foremost, you have to recognize that and respect it. So when we came together and she had her goals and I had my goals and then we had some common goals, um, my, the, the mindset going in has to be, how can I help her achieve her goals? What can I do to help her achieve those? And then how can I help her increase her mindset to the place she wants to be? And then what are the common goals we can work on? And honestly, you know, 
we sat down and said that and we, 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 we made legitimate goals, um, quantifiable goals that you can actually achieve based on a certain time. Um, what that allows us to do is meet every month and then every quarter and look at each other's goals and say, well, where are we falling short or where are we doing really well? Um, how can we reinforce that success or how can we um, fix some of the, maybe the parts where we're falling short? Mm. And it, it just forces us to come together. We, we've been married for, for 14 years. So, um, you know, it's really important for us to set aside time to get together. We've got two kids, you know, kids can really, really own your time. Um, but I think that's the biggest thing. Understand that you're not going to both be at the same exact level. And if you are, that's incredible. I'm, I'm super happy for you. Um, but for us, you know, we, you know she's hyper-focused on being a mother. I'm hyper-focused on providing for the family. And then we've got to find some middle ground with respect to our future three, four, five years post-Marine Corps down the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that as well. Because again, I think it's it's super important because, you know, anybody who's watching here and, uh, you know, you're, you're in a relationship and you kind of a you know, different pages and one is, you know, pushing it. Another one, another one is lacking the action, the effort. I mean, like it's, it's gonna, it's gonna suffocate the business and it's just gonna suffocate the relationship and, you know, it's gonna become nasty. So being on the same page is just coming, coming down to like setting the goals, you know, aligning them for, for this big purpose, which I, again, for you is to giving back to the communities, you know, just to giving, stuff away and just impacting people in a great way it's it's, it's definitely a big purpose so yeah so thank you thank you for sharing with that adam really appreciate it so before we're gonna go uh i just want to say a big thank you, you know for today for being on the show uh i still can feel you can uh have so much to give you know so i would love for you uh for people to get in contact with you if they have any questions about investing active passive if you want to ask a few questions uh so what will be those social media platforms that they can get in um, in, in contact with you hey yeah uh, probably the number one thing is on instagram it's rei underscore aw uh, find me on instagram if not find me on facebook at adam rei uh, I, i'd love to connect with you i love uh, i love networking i love talking to people uh, if you have questions or you just want to chat about real estate 100 percent hit me up I'll, i will respond to anybody um also i'll be at a uh, event here in may it, it's called veterans live it's the first ever veterans event um, conference all veteran speakers from the military some of them are active some of them are just uh, out and they're veterans but it's for anybody who wants to come uh, you can learn we're going to talk about all different ways to and uh, invest in real estate from 20 different experts. There's going to be one-on-one -on -one time with these folks. Um, and then you can talk to other people who've kind of done, done all these different strategies. So uh, veteranslive.com, it's going to be in St. Louis, Missouri from the 28th and 29th of um, May. So hopefully I see a lot of people there. It's, it's probably the cheapest conference I've ever seen. You know, these conferences can get expensive. This one is not. Um, and there's some really, really credible, awesome people that are going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And Adam definitely is going to be there. So guys, if you want to get in contact with us just through, through social media, you want to meet in person and shake hands, definitely go there. Go, grab some wipes as well. Cause you don't want to get infected with this virus. You know, <laughs> it, it's insane what's going on right now, but, uh, you, you know, it, still, I, I know it's going to be a great, great event for you guys. 
Uh, my wife is just laughing there besides because I said the, <laughs> the Corona. The, the virus, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's kind of a big thing. What, would you, what do you think before we go? Like, is it going to be a, a big thing? Like, what's going on in the States? Because, again, I'm not from there. So what's going on? Because I see people going shopping. They, they, they go crazy now. Right. Oh, uh, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, with these things, the big thing is, is keep distance and kind of limit movement. So it has some time to kill, kill off. Um, you know, I, I think the United States has responded appropriately. They're, they're canceling a lot of kind of travel across the country and out of the country. Mm-hmm. So it seemed, you know, for the first time in the past four years, I'm, I'm really satisfied to see kind of some of the collaboration happening in government. I feel it's been good in the past, but it's really good right now. You're seeing the country kind of come together uh, and, and then work with other countries on this. So, you know, I'm satisfied. I think, I think they're doing the right things. I'm, I mean, I'm not like freaking out. I don't, I'm not super concerned. I'm, I'm just doing my part. So. Yeah. 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 So again, guys, like don't, don't, don't get freaked out and just go to this event. Of course, you're going to find the links as always down below. So get in contact with Adam, go check it out. His Instagram it's crazy. He's providing a lot of stuff like on a day-to-day basis, some posts that, that, that's going to teach you a lot. Go in contact with him on Facebook because that's the way we did. That's the way we set up this interview. So as you see, this man is, again, is willing to give the time and, and you know, educate you guys and just tell his story and, and just to share and give back. So this, this man is definitely a go-giver. So get in contact with him if you have any questions. And again, you know, really appreciate you, Adam, for being today on the show. And uh, guys, as always, I'm going to see you on the next episode. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thanks for having me.